the band that plays not uh, shoulder low, low shoulder, shoulder. shoulder. Which I love that the we'll, movie ends that way. But sorry, we'll, go we'll go into low low shoulder in a second. Yeah, yeah. Hello, welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast <laughs> attempt number two. Sorry about that, guys. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah, we'll work out computer issues Jeez. later. They I'm your host. A simple, easy way <laughs> to install more RAM. I just. I'm your host, yeah. Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship, yep. the computer guy. Yep, it's my computer. <laughs> Caused this to happen. John Girdler. Hi, how are you? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? And special guest, and returning special guest, I should say, Zach Brown. So, Hi, listeners. Yeah. How's it going? Showstopper. Showstopper. <laughs> Uh, to introduce the podcast a little bit more, we are a movie-based podcast that discusses uh, the theme Movies. that we have chosen for the season. Don't be, don't be an a-hole, Zach. Hey. You're a guest. And, <laughs> it, and to point out to our listeners, that if you haven't listened to us yet up to this point, stop and go back and listen to episode one, because this won't make any sense. Yeah, especially with this being the second time around with the horror genre. <laughs> uh, we touched on a lot of the same bases we touched on last year, but yet we're expounding. Right. Like, None of that is true. Oh. None of that is true. Uh, you There's a those... lot of thought in my comments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Zach, since you were the guest this week, we let you pick the movie and uh, tell us about this movie that you have picked for us to enjoy this week. So I made you air quotes enjoy uh the 2009 film jennifer's body starring megan fox and amanda seyfried she's so ugly which Who? one <laughs> amanda what a dork wow oh sarcasm yeah I, and I got jk that. simmons <laughs> yes okay surprise appearance there were so many surprise appearances that I felt like I was watching a Scooby-Doo episode. Chris, yeah. Chris being, Pratt. Oh, no. oh, yeah, Chris, <laughs> yeah Pratt. Chris Pratt. I literally was just like, holy hell, it's Chris Pratt. Yep. <laughs> Zoink, Scoob, it's J.K. Simmons. <laughs> and that guy from Red State who's a goth. Oh, yeah, goth. Hometown Colin. goth kid. That guy from Red State, Zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Brody from The O.C. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, this is, this is going to be a deep reference for everybody listening except for Peter. Did you spot in that biology class one of the girls from yes. Triple Dog? One yeah. of the girls from Triple Dog, Triple Dog is in this. Oh, that that warms my heart. She made it big as nameless student number like six. Hey, you know, you got to end up somewhere. Oh, man. Better there than on the back of a milk carton. Touche, touche. Wow. That, that's pretty dated because like, yeah. uh, when's the last time they did that? Yeah, I've just seen like billboards now. Or, okay, fine. Better then than a an alert on your phone. Fa- I don't Amber know. Amber alert? Yeah, sure. I'm too old to be <laughs> thrown out as an Amber alert. No one would give a shit if I went missing. I would. I would 26 year old. I, I'd give Dude. a shit. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. I would give a shit that you were missing, but I'm not going to lie. If I got the Amber alert while I was missing, like looking for you, I would be perturbed. Like, oh my God, God damn it. I don't care right now. <laughs> yeah. Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> had anyone seen this movie prior to this viewing? No. I had not. No. No, but I remember when it came out. Yeah. Because when I was graduating high school, and it, I feel like the only reason this movie was made is so that they could profit off of Megan Fox's attractiveness. Well, because well, she was the it girl of then, right? Well, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, because like Transformers came out in 2007, and she was like one of the draws of that, and then her star was like ascendant, and then she's done like nothing in the past like ten years. Well, she had that whole beef with Michael Bay because let's be honest, Michael Bay was just using her for eye candy and was like go back and watch those movies so is this movie was she under any illusion that it wasn't that but hold on hear me out so (laughs) in this movie the whole point is the danger 
like you know what I mean? There's a message behind that. As it's, opposed to if you go poking back poking fun at. Yeah, poking fun at. If you go back and watch the Transformer movies, there are countless shots that are just like, oh, they're having an important dialogue about saving the world. Oh, here's Megan Fox's cleavage. We're gonna start on her ass, move to her belly button. Oh, they're talking about how they're gonna save the world, move to the cleavage, back to her butt. Like, yeah. It's her weird. introduction when she's like working on the motorcycle or whatever, and it's just like panning all the way down. Yeah. It like follows her legs. Like it's weird. Like, I understand why she got mad at Michael Bay, but she had that flip out, and I think she kind of got blacklisted for it. And then uh, maybe she just kind of, like, stopped trying to act. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was. it's weird to think how she was. Megan Fox was just, like, the it girl yeah. for a, a small but seemed longer. Short well, she would have been around, I think, if she also could act. Uh, she's not. She's not. She's great, not great. Well, but uh, she's not as bad as I remembered her. I would have nominated her for some raspberries. She's not as bad as uh, Amanda Seyfried is in this. Yeah, but Amanda has been better in other movies, which is why she's still. This movie is just bad. Uh, yeah. It is bad, but it is. I don't know. It's so, not that. Bad. I don't know what tone it's trying to take, See, and I also don't know yes. what the main point it's trying to make fun of. Because obviously, what, trying to be funny. That's why I say I don't think it's bad. I think it's weird and confusing. Yeah. Like, that is the emotions I have behind this movie. Well, so, so with that, like the first like 10 minutes or so, I, all my notes are like, all this all this dialogue makes no sense. Like all, all the slang is very off-putting. But Be- then about maybe 30 minutes in, it's like, okay, this is like satirizing teenage movies. And, right, like, but you had culture. to put that together. Well, it's right. You bring up the script. It's the, this movie was written by Diablo Cody, yeah. who is an Oscar-winning screenwriter because of Juno. And she wrote this at the same time as Juno. But the dialogue... St- feels worse than in Juno. Maybe it's the tone about how the dialogue is used because it's really not that much different than Juno. There's probably a little bit more graphic than Juno in terms of like cursing and don't they call each other Vagisil like and 12 Monistat. times? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell is a teenage one. girl. <laughs> opening, <laughs> opening line of the film and a great segue into like, let's just do a quick rundown of this plot for people who haven't seen this movie. It's essentially... The classic cheerleader is Megan Fox. I guess supposed to be nerdy outcast girl is Amanda Seinfeld. Toss some uh, ugly glasses on her. I think uh, <laughs> they, which uh, made her prettier. <laughs> <laughs> Keep those on. But they're high school students in a small, small, very small <laughs> yeah. Devil's Kettle called Devil's Kettle, which sounds like a book you'd get at a library that talks about Civil War battles. Or some chips. <laughs> yeah, the Devil's Kettle. Spicy chips. chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But apparently, super small town. Uh, like Megan Fox's character basically gets sacrificed to Satan for uh, some band to become popular. But she doesn't die. She comes back as a succubus thing yeah. and starts tearing through all the boys in the high school. And uh, Mana Seifeld's character is the friend who's just not stopping it, nor is she helping it. I don't know what she's doing, really, this movie. I guess she's kind of, like, figuring it out. We kind of watch her piece mm-hmm. together everything. When nobody else knows anything, she's kind of, like, piecing it together. But but I feel like she I don't know what there knew. is to piece together when night of the, you know, the roast, when you're home and Megan Fox comes and she's bleeding and stuff, and she throws up that spiky stuff on the floor. Like, you already know. There's no piecing together. It's, oh, no, something's up. <laughs> you know? yeah. I agree, but I think that... <laughs> her montage through the demonology school library, you know, which is self-admittedly by her, very small. 
was like 10 seconds and she's like demons transference and you're like okay cool yeah it's just it's weird like you think she would have had she's such a passive role in this movie until the last like 10 minutes yeah when she is like all right fuck you megan fox i'm not in your shadow anymore i'm gonna fucking kill you and when we're like we have those scenes where it's juxtaposing Megan Fox killing someone with other things going on. Those, those are the worst part of this movie. Like, like yeah. the, the, the what's the point? We, we may we may get into this later, but but the whole like the sex scene that they're they're oh, juxtaposed. Yeah. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that later because that as a question I want to bring up with that. But before we go down that road, like I want to understand the possession of Jennifer's body. So well, it's a classic. Thought she was a virgin. Uh, wasn't a virgin. Uh, she wasn't even a backdoor virgin, yep, no. according to herself. Thanks Chris to Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> and let me tell you, she had to sit on some frozen peas for the next day. Uncomfortable conversation. That was just such an excessive. And this was line. pretty attractive, Chris Pratt too. So he's he doing well never, for himself. He was never ugly. He just was. He had more to love, and now he's in shape. Just saying. Yeah. We're we're getting there. Some you, people say I'm starting him to look right like now? Chris Pratt. No, I, Chris Pratt's great. This was like before Parks or right no, as Parks and Rec started. Kind yeah, of this then. was uh, around when it started. The uh, but what I meant by like discussing the possession, like you said, they sacrifice her, thinking she's a virgin or whatever. But my confusion is, so is she Jennifer, or is she a demon? No, she's a she's a demon. She's Jennifer who's been possessed by a demon. She's just Jennifer's body. Yeah, okay. So she references things from their past. Like she has memories, right? So I think but it's her. I'm just saying, like every possession movie I've ever seen. Yep. It's more. There's always that moment where, like, the priest is like, "That's not your daughter. That's a demon." And like, you know what I mean? There's this whole conversation of like, you can't trust it because it's not really her. And like, so is that what this is, or is she just still her, but now she has to eat boys? Uh, that. And I think that the the latter goes more in line with the whole trying to be funny and be a satire on being a girl in high school and like well, stuff well, like that. Well, the whole like being a man eater thing, it, it's like oh, personifying yeah, that, comes. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just, it was weird. Like, it's funny in the, the IMDb trivia, they're like, did you know that they changed what she was from a succubus that just, you know, drains men of their semen? To eat their souls like crazy. It's like thanks, thanks IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with the with the with the possession in general, what did y'all think of the uh, of the actual possession, like the the uh, ritual scene? I thought it was dumb, hilarious. I, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed, but I felt like I shouldn't be laughing. The, like, <laughs> the eight six seven five three zero nine, yes. like right before they're gonna stab her. It felt like a funnier die sketch, making fun of Satanists. Like it didn't feel and. I love the uh, the cuts too in the van, like what they were reading. It was like occult witches. It was yeah, just like very like generic. The, like get it? The They're reading about demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the three things in the van. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That oh man, that it was it was funny, but it was it, again. It talks about the whole tone of this movie so all over the place that I, I couldn't. I didn't know what emotion to feel while this was happening. Yeah, because it was making a comment on how hard it is to make it in the music industry. And we're like, okay, and so that's the impetus to having Jennifer be possessed, but now the movie's actually going to be about how it is to be a girl in high school. Right. And, 
but, but we're like, still talking and following the rise of low shoulder. Which, <laughs> but, but that was like, but that was so funny. Is this like, is this like, this like B plot that was just like so like, so like, like you would never expect it to go that way, but then it somehow does. It kept like, coming back. Yes. Yeah. In the damn song. So in the possession scene, that at, in this town, there's a waterfall and there's like a a weird black hole thing, vortex thing that the waterfall is dumping into, or people don't know where things go and it falls into that. So did they dump her body into that? Is no, that part of what happened? I think they just threw the knife in. Cause no, they just threw her body in. No, but they, they, they threw her wet. in because, yeah, she was wet and she was walking and she found Ahmed. And poor oh, Ahmed, she got a got taste crushed. of... We watched him get crushed earlier. We thought he did. Little did we know, his sea cucumber was about oh to get demolished. That, that was also a very uncomfortable... <laughs> <laughs> line of dialogue, Peter, that you just so happened to bring up again. That's so funny. Sea cucumber. Ugh. The, uh, yeah, that was kind of, I, that was another scene though, Peter, that I couldn't <clears throat> tell if I was supposed to laugh or if I was supposed to feel bad because that kid's just walking home and she, like, she's genuinely at first seems concerned. She's like, oh, so you did make it out okay. Like, are you okay? Do your house parents know your life? And then it slowly turns into, oh, so she's gonna kill this dude. What has he done? I, I don't know. Like I, I, I see what you're saying about sort of being, being like, being like conflicted. But like, once we got past the, past the whole ritual thing, it's like, all right, this is clear. This is trying to be a comedy. Well, yeah, and we had so. seen her eating people before Ahmed. So not chronologically, but mm-hmm. in the movie, non-linear storytelling, John. Well, I was gonna bring that up. I had a note <laughs> to bring that up. This is a bad example that yes! I don't like. No, 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 I was gonna ask you if you thought this was a good example of it because I don't get why the movie starts with the man of Seifield in the insane asylum. Yeah, like why does it? Why is that where it starts? So she can eat her toastums. <laughs> her her one off-brand mm. pop tart. Yeah. <laughs> it's a toastum. It's not a pop tart. <laughs> Also, uh, I mean, it's answered by the end of the movie, but one of the first notes I wrote down besides hell is a teenage girl. Wow. What a great opening line. But when she kicks the orderly and the orderly goes like 30 feet yeah. back. That's she, some of the demonic exactly. powers. No, I realized at the end right. that it was demonic powers. But up to that point, Which I was like, dumb. what the hell? Did she get swollen <laughs> in the insane <laughs> asylum? Like but yeah, the nonlinear storytelling. So you already know she's gonna end up in an insane asylum, or a man. What's her name? Needy. Does she ever actually get a real name? Anita. Oh, it's Anita. Oh, but everyone calls her Needy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna call her Needy because I'm a I'm a man eating bitch. The uh, <laughs> oh, that was my attempt, here first. <laughs> that was my attempt to snap, audience. I can't snap, and it didn't work. So I apologize. The so Needy. We know Needy's gonna end up in the insane asylum and it doesn't like usually when you do that it makes you wonder like oh my gosh how does it all end up there but it it didn't set up a mystery to the point where i cared I was yeah because like, i thought somehow she was going to be framed for this and it just ended up jennifer's mom saw her, saw her. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay big mystery there yeah, because I thought but, maybe she would be found in the pool with Chip's body, you know. But yeah. like, no. Oh, poor Chip. Mark, you wrote. You said what the first thing you wrote down was. The first thing I wrote down was tried to watch unrated version. That <laughs> 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 yeah, we had to pay for. Oh, it was the, it was pay for unrated. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, I wonder what the unrated. I guess it would just been gory. Or... Uh, who knows? Either that or it's like, oh, you actually see a body. Oh. I don't know. The uh, 
the, let's talk about the this weird band low shoulder for a hot second did you see did anyone look this up and see that they tried to get i think pete wince to actually from fallout boy to be the adam brody's character and they ended up getting adam brody like it was supposed huh. to be a whole like i guess meta joke of well some and sort. that would make sense since they have like panic on the soundtrack the poster is fallout boy like they right have... and they they even make a when adam brody's sacrificing her he even makes the joke unless you want to end up on some stupid soundtrack you're screwed right and so i was like okay like this seems like a weird meta and it was very meta <laughs> yeah the thing is though like the the uh the song that they play it sounded very like it sounded closer to like uh to uh to like uh like uh contemporary christian music yes then thank you like, i was thinking the same thing oh the actual stuff. low shoulder yeah yeah it was like <laughs> through the trees and yeah. stuff oh, like i will <laughs> i will give this movie one big plus point for credit by the end of this movie i hated that fucking song that song is. I was right there with the man of Cypher. Every time that song came on, I was going to lose it. I was like, "This is torture." It's catchy. It is not. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something they played in Guantanamo Bay to keep prisoners up at night. <laughs> Show me your last ten played songs, John. Go on. <laughs> it's not on there. I promise. Oh man, but I just thought that was so interesting that they were actually going to get like an indie band singer to be Adam Brody's character. I wonder what happened. Oh yeah, Pete Wentz is totally indie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this band. You know what I mean, no. though, like that kind of emo punk trying like, to make well mainstream. He did try to make it as a singer, and he couldn't do it. Yeah, take that! Shots fired. I, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about <laughs> the general like tone of the film, but there was a lot of little moments, like what I'm about to discuss, <laughs> that I wanted to know if you guys picked up on, where it's random beats of like analogies or weird side stories that are supposed to make it seem like they mean something, but they don't ever come back. Like when she talks about Adam Brody's character, she's like, she creeped me out. I wrote it down. Hold on. She creeped me out like this, the skinny tree that used to scare me as a child. And oh, yeah. Yes. A weird <laughs> slow motion flashback of this Tim Burton esque tree. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, what is the point of this? And you think that's going to be like a reoccurring? Th- no, no, one and done. Yeah, those flashbacks meant nothing. Yeah, yeah. even the, in this when they're playing in the sand, and right. she like sucks the blood. It's like, so what? Did, yeah. she, did Jennifer do that on purpose to get sympathy from Amanda in that sense? Because that's I what I thought. Yeah. But then I thought I was making this movie smarter than it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple moments like that where I'm like, nope, nope. I'm giving this movie way too much credit. That's not what they're intending. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get, I do not get it. Yeah. So once the murders start, I first, you know, I, I kind of laughed because I, th- I don't know why, but I thought they were going to take, am I the only one here who's seen the movie Heathers? Oh, I've seen Heathers. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were going to take a twist with the football player when he was out on the field crying. I thought that when like Megan Fox's character was trying to seduce him, I thought it was going to take a twist and it was going to make fun of the thing in Heathers because this movie had a very Heathers vibe to me where it was going to turn out the two football players were gay or something. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to be another joke of the, I love my dead gay son. Like that whole, (laughs) that whole thing from Heathers. Nope. That went out the window pretty quickly. And that was, and then when she was coming to him from his left side and she shows up on the right and he's like, wait, what? And he looks back over and it happens a couple times. It does. And I, I telling you right now, I was, first went ooh, that's really cool if they intended it 
Was that intended or they shitty totally, camera work? No, they totally <laughs> intended that because he saw her and then he's like, wait, what? And he looks over to the left because Chip, it happened the same way. Okay. I didn't even notice that, huh? Okay, because I, I thought that was a cool little bob and weave maneuver there. But that whole, his whole, or her seducing the football player scene was just weird. The animals? Like, yeah. Stopping. W- and What was the animals? It's the demon stuff, uh, like, I think. But was it funny? Was it trying to be? <laughs> I think I it was, was funny, la- yeah. I was laughing because I kept thinking of the South Park I was just episode with out. the, the Blood orgy. Yeah. Well, was that not sort of like, sort of like uh, I guess, playing on the whole, uh, like, Disney princess kind of vibe where it's like Snow White's calling all the animals? But uh, why would that like, have been what they're referencing? No, because I kind of took it in the Lars von Trier way of going in the uh, Antichrist movie when like the crow and the foxes and the like ticks like where nature responds to evil but it wasn't it wasn't responding in like I know what you're saying it was just coming to watch no I know but in that instance that you were describing from Antichrist it was very creepy and it's like these weird animals being like yeah these are cute it was like (laughs) these two rabbits hopped up and it was just like oh hey you guys about to do some fucking (laughs) like (laughs) like what was I supposed to take from that scene? Uh, listeners, you, you, you can have that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did look like we were about to build an ark. Oh, man. It did. All the animals <laughs> were coming two by two. <laughs> but, like, that was weird. Uh, I also laughed that that was, Zach, you were asking, uh, I think this was before we started, but I brought up the whole, there was random bouts of death metal. Of just when that football yeah. player's on the field, it goes from like a sad, somber moment to a. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> J.K. Simmons made me laugh throughout this whole movie. <laughs> He's just like, let it all out, yeah. kids. Let <laughs> it all out. When that football player's dying and he's just like staring into the woods, like so concerned, just let it all out. These kids bottling it up. And then the, the death cry, and he's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he has to go investigate. Why did he have a hook? That, that, that was, was just the best one, part. But that was the reveal at the end of the first scene yeah. with him when he like <laughs> brings out the <laughs> Kleenex. I thought he was reveal going to... Um, I thought he was going to make some like weird... like He was a nom kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, Maybe I expect, it was. I expected it because am I the only one that caught the weird post 9-11 like operation enduring freedom yes. like slant comments that were everywhere like well the, and when megan fox goes uh left tower is not full i rewound <laughs> it i rewound it because i lost my shit that was hysterical just oh no tower two's not full oh my god oh that killed me just red white and blue shots and what just the name <laughs> Like, they were talking about Amanda Seyfield's characters not speaking. They're like, oh, she might have PTSD. My dad was in an operation enduring freedom. And what? He, makes he didn't talk, he for, didn't a talk month. for months. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Again, another total thing. Are you making a commentary on, like, post-9-11 America? What the fuck? So are we to take that Lowe's shoulder started the fire as well? That's what I was confused about. What did you guys think? Who started the fire that burned down the bar? Because not Satan. I wish. I wish Satan had made an appearance. But they also were not concerned. Yeah, they felt. It looked like they felt like they were in control. Yeah, the whole scene. They might have. And he like came out with a glass of whatever <laughs> poison. It makes sense whiskey. that they would, because maybe that was a part of it. Uh, I don't know if that was a part of the ritual, but it seemed intentional. 
I did like when they were walking the hallways after the fire and Megan Fox was like, oh, did we know anybody? And they're like, we knew everybody because <laughs> it's a 200-person town. Yeah, well, 10 less. I don't want to offend anybody, but they were trying oh. to find a virgin, right? So why why they choose like the most attractive girl oh, in the no. bar? It's because she was talking the game. Like you know, it's a, it's another stereotype of oh you know she just acts the slut but she isn't. Yeah, he did make that comment, but I, whatever. Yeah, I right. No, no, yeah, matter. it was it was a wrong was assumption. Dumb. Yeah, like he was just he was talking to the drummer, being like the girls that try to talk the talk the most have never walked or whatever. I forgot what he said, but uh, yeah, that's why they picked her, and then. I did think I I liked I actually liked this as a story beat where Amanda Seyfeld and Megan Fox reinforce that idea by saying she's a virgin, thinking they're helping and it being more problematic. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of a flip on its head situation. Um, speak okay, weird connection, but I wrote this down in my notes because I was confused by it. The whole virgin thing made me think of it. So Amanda Seyfeld's character, Needy, and her boyfriend Chip, Chip, Chip. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's poor, the weird... Poor Chip. Young poor, Neil poor Chip. from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I forgot about that. He is young Neil. But their sex scene... Oh, so good. I have I have multiple questions. That was but the I scariest wanna... thing this whole damn movie. <laughs> I, I want to start out with the question, because maybe I misheard dialogue, but it sounded to me like this was not their first time having sex. Right. Yeah. Why is it filmed like it's their first time having sex? Prove it. It's, oh my god! Everything they're doing—that's just acting. your opinion. It's the first time with those special condoms. <laughs> yeah, and, and he looked like he was in pain putting that on. <laughs> Did you see his face? He's—I like, could have—I could have done it without the like a glove. Yeah, <laughs> I could have done without the slapping noises, like the snap, like. Ugh. So that's my first question: is why <laughs> did they choose to film it like that? Okay. Second question. When did I okay? I admit I went to the bathroom a couple times during this movie. Oh, well, okay, there it is. So I want to know if I maybe I missed when did Amanda Seyfeld get a psychic connection to Megan Fox's character? I think did she she did because so she they, felt what no, because she felt the stuff going on while they were yeah. having oh, sex. Yeah. And all no, that that's stuff. what I mean. Like, and, and at the she end, had to. and at the end with Chip, and yeah. you know, like she, I think it's just supposed to be assumed because they've been best They're friends biffles. forever. And they just oh, have that. I thought it was when they kissed. When this Megan Fox they and they, yeah, they've had yeah. they had moments before they kissed. But I got nothing. I, I'm su- I was super. It's that non-linear storytelling coming back and biting us in the ass. <laughs> I don't know when it happened when. Yeah. Well, it's just like I, it's it's a major plot point because the only time Needy springs into action to do anything is because some that has happened. Mm-hmm. Like she's getting a weird psychic tingling that Megan's about to kill somebody. What? Like, when did that get established? So if that wasn't established at some point when I was, you know, in the bathroom, the... How long was your trip to the bathroom? Maybe like 30 seconds, but a lot can happen in 30 seconds movie time. Nothing like that happened. It really didn't explain. I was Mm. gone from Inception for 30 seconds, and I came back, and I missed one of the biggest parts of... (laughs) 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 What was the... What's the... Interstellar, not an Inception. Interstellar. <laughs> I, left, no. I left to go to the bathroom, came back, and I had missed. You missed the what biggest... the fourth dimension was. No, I missed the fourth dimension. Oh. I missed <laughs> the whole like major twist with Michael Caine's character. I'm not going to spoil that if you haven't seen it, but I missed that. He's an android. <laughs> so it's possible that I could have missed some weird, oh, this is how they became psychics kind of story thing. 
No. I don't think he missed anything. Oh, sad. But yeah, that scene it was like, it, it was just, the, 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 it, it, was, it was like building up to the thing where um, it was like, like am i am i uh am, am, I, am i hurting you or something but like th- that was like tied to something that was happening on the other end yeah and it's just like oh my god like building up to that joke was like the dumbest and thing. it didn't even oscillate oh, you really mean the uh, the the joke of am i too big yes that was it and then yeah. he's like kind of smiling i i think i sprained my eyes with how <laughs> yeah. fast i rolled them like oh my god yeah. megan and i just like groaned so loud our neighbors heard it <laughs> <laughs> So it did sound like some stuff was happening. <laughs> oh man, the I like though that the scene. So it is going back and forth, but there is one particularly long stretch of time where it's just Colin and Jennifer in there, and then it's like, "Hey, remember Amanda and Chip are having sex?" <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It's like oh, okay, oh, we're man. back. I felt bad for um, Town Goth Colin. Hey, Colin. Colin. <laughs> I. Something about small town goth. Do you just, even know his last name? No, I don't. But he's a small Colin town Gray. goth, and I, you know, they tug at my heartstrings because you know they're just a bunch of kids thinking they're being rebellious, wearing the black eyeliner. I bet they're the sweetest group of kids. When do you think he found out it wasn't her house? Because he asks when he's in the ritual room, but he had to have known as soon as he yeah. had to go in through a broken window with some of that plastic the, stuff, or the fact that that neighborhood was still being built. <laughs> Yeah, that was this very isn't your house, is it? I was confused by, um, like, I mean, I guess it's a simple thing if he just was attracted to her, but why did he ask Jennifer out? Yeah, because it seemed like he was going to ask Amanda I mean, Seyfried yeah, out. Yeah, he felt like he was into Amanda Seyfried. Guys, it's a small town. Everyone already knew that they were together, Amanda and Chip, Needy and Chip. Needy and Chip forever, right? Oh, man. Yeah, but so... So how wait, hold on. Am I losing track of how many boys she's eaten? She ate the she ate three. She's eaten three. Ahmed. No, four, that's right. Oh, well then wait, who who's am I missing someone then? Football, Colin, Ahmed. <laughs> well, chip. chip later. Oh, and then she eats chip and at chip, the yeah. prom. So RIP. Oh, she doesn't eat them. She it's just a low body them. count. Yeah. It's pretty low. Yeah, and to be honest, it's not that scary. Nope. I I love the scene with the uh with the uh yeah, refrigerator. That was pretty scary. That was cre- that was very yeah. creepy. Her face was kind of creepy in that yeah. scene. I, I agree. But at the beginning, her mm-hmm. her seeing Amanda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When she pukes after eating the Boston Market, which is a common side effect. I understand that. <laughs> the <laughs> uh, so like let's talk about the I guess the is it prom? What was it? Homecoming. Oh, it was homecoming. It was an all you can eat buffet. It felt. <laughs> Yeah, before we actually get to the, the, she didn't even the go. festival. <laughs> yeah, before we get to the homecoming or whatever, let's talk about that. When Amanda Seifert decides to just like, okay, I'm going to go to our library and research what's happened to Jennifer now after all this other shit has happened. So first, let's just skip over because there's no even point of trying to figure out why a high school would have an occult section. But we moved past that. It was great that they called that out. But like, <laughs> but by there's okay there's times to call it out and there's times not to that I don't think was a time to call it out solely because it just made me more self aware of how ridiculous this is. Well, yeah, and she right before that said she went through the whole section five times, and then he's like, "We have a section," and then she kind of does the backtracking. She's like, "Yeah, but it is small." So like, <laughs> so why even say you went through five times if it is only three books? Like, big deal. I want to bring up I want to bring up that conversation though because I hate 
this movie logic. It's a trope that is used in so many genres, in so many different ways, and it always results in the same thing. As soon as the protagonist, who I'm going to say Amanda Seyfried is for this moment, or Seyfried for this moment, says, it's not safe for you to be with me right now, and then you break up, guess what? The person you just broke up with because you were trying to keep him safe is either dead or forever like crippled or something like that. It's so annoying. It enrages me. <laughs> I don't even see her logic there. Why isn't it, it safe? Because she made him single. If right. if, if, Megan, <laughs> if Jennifer is going after the boys of this high school, all of which have been single up to this moment, why would you put them back on the market? Literally back on the market. Yeah. Oh, I, oh I'm infuriated. Sorry. Well, and the part, because I can't really nail the tone down, when she's describing how Jennifer is when she's full compared to how Jennifer is when she's hungry, I was waiting for the joke to be like, and that's just all girls. Yeah, I was waiting but for that too. there yep. wasn't. But we've made those jokes earlier in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like they made a similar joke about Amanda Seyfried says, are you PMSing? And then Megan Fox says PMS was just invented by boy media to make us look crazy or something like yeah. that. Like they make mm-hmm. fun of this shit. But they that ha- was... A- a time where I thought we were going to have something like that and we didn't. I was like, okay, so maybe she thinks she's being thorough here. <laughs> Peter, I just thought of you watching this movie, them saying that line, and you just being like, that's all, girl. Oh, they didn't say it. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I'm the asshole. I'll take me and my misogynistic logic. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just imagine. You're just at your apartment. You're like, oh, they didn't say that, I guess. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on to the prom homecoming winter fling whatever nonsense why is it all of a sudden the 80s yeah like her small dress town. is horrible it's just, just the theme town. i think but it wasn't the it theme. wasn't the, the theme, theme was, was through, through the trees, the trees. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I will low shoulder is giving three percent of the proceeds for that song i thought that was hilarious that <laughs> killed me the three percent oh man i did like that argument between uh needy and the other girl oh the um, I, no it's not a lie because it was on wikipedia i like that jk simmons did the like what I was like, oh man how do i reach these kids <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that threw me off that it immediately went 80s vibe yeah and why is it funny that her mom singed her hair i don't know that that i yeah. uh, like it's I burning it. and i'm like okay lol maybe i did laugh at <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking you still at your apartment. Uh, singed hair. I get that. <laughs> it was a hesitant <laughs> laugh. I was like, huh? <laughs> I did laugh though uh, when it was showing him getting ready, and, well, then the, and the mom gives him the uh, the pink pepper spray, and his response is like, "Mom, I'll be fine. I've been using the Bowflex." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> Although he looked serial killer with Needy being the background on his computer. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. that. oh my yeah. gosh. I did. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I agree with you. That was a, oh, maybe this will take a dark twist and Jennifer's going to save her. I feel like guys did that in high school, though. Like, made their girlfriends their phone background or something like that. I've yeah, seen that. Totally. All the girlfriends I had in high school, I totally made them my background. Yeah, my phone background yeah. right now is totally my. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, Peter, with you having Mark as your phone background, what does that say about y'all's relationship? Oh, you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've been waiting for this for years. Peter, what does that mean? I think we're at a stage right now where <laughs> you know we can be whatever we want to be and then not be what we don't want to be. 
don't put me in a corner, put, you know, we just are. And I'm happy with where we are. <laughs> we just are. We just are. 2018. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Yeah. That meant a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know this is super weird, but that made me made me think. You're weird accusing me of Peter of being hey, no, romantically I'm involved. I, I love that you love. <laughs> God, anyway, so, yeah. connection thing. But Mark, do you love yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. The, the homosexuality conversation we just had, though, made me think about the fact. Was the, was the plot of the movie supposed to hint that maybe Amanda Seinfried's character was attracted to Jennifer or to Megan Fox? Like, because there was the weird kiss scene. Which was odd because it didn't have any sound. Right. And but then, a lot of tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but so they like, yeah. no, but they like seriously And did make you see it? how her tongue was like hesitant at first? It's yeah. Like, it's like, I was like, man, they really had to go and it's like, okay, Amanda, you want it, but you don't know if you want it yet. <laughs> and then Jennifer, your tongue, you're going to make first contact. It might not have <laughs> even been their mouths. Oh, totally. Mouth doubles. <laughs> Mouth doubles. <laughs> But the reason I ask is because I I looked when I was looking through the IMDb trivia, the <laughs> it said the first thing is the kiss wasn't originally in the script, and I was like, oh, that's weird. So I guess they maybe did it to be like more controversial. Scroll down a little bit more. Original script had those two having sex, which I don't know how <laughs> that logic. That's, that's works. the unrated version. <laughs> is that is that in the same instance? <laughs> like after they. Oh, I don't know. I just it just says in the script originally the two characters were supposed to have sex, and that I'm just confused. Is part of this movie supposed to be about (laughs) like I don't know about Amanda Seyfried like trying to deal with the fact that she's attracted to her friend or something or like I don't I just don't understand. It all comes back to this idea of tone that we just can't really decipher from this movie. I'm not gonna lie. If we were to see that scene, Careful. I would have lost it. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like trying to go Black Swan, and you can't do that. Yeah. Not in here. <laughs> yeah. That, at least Black Not Swan now. had like a tone and an understanding of like what was going on. Yeah. Like and, and I'll go ahead and take this stand. If they're going to say that like doing that together was bad, who's to say that it's bad? All right, nice soapbox, Peter. The <laughs> the <laughs> going back to the <laughs> excuse they, you, Zach. Did they say why it was cut? No, it didn't say anything. I imagine scissors, you know. Pro- well, because I would hope it's because oh God, Jesus Peter. Christ, <laughs> damn it! I was going to say I would hope because whoever was reviewing the script realized that this was just more nonsense. <laughs> I don't think anyone like read over this script three times. Oh, maybe. That would. Uh, I think sense. I wrote it. I passed it on to you. You made some changes. Passed it on to Zach. He made some changes, and we went with whatever Zach ended up writing. <laughs> and John directed. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us talked. Yeah. <laughs> Blind as a bat. That's about right. The uh, the final showdown at this prom though, where where Jennifer. Well, I got excited for like two seconds, and you know they they get to the pool and. Uh, by the way, the, sorry to interrupt you, but the cut to Amanda, 
like or needy whatever like running to the oh to the my, rescue oh it's like what is she gonna do she's yeah. fighting a demon it's like this hero running in it's like i have no faith in what that, yeah that's what she just I left was... her sweater like she threw i would have at least held on to it as i ran <laughs> like, that well, costs money it's in minnesota it's cold well i laughed if we're gonna talk about that scene i did laugh and i wrote a note about she tossed her shoes and was like yep and there's a smart girl and then she undid the jacket and let her poofy like shoulder puff things fly and i'm like oh she just lost her aerodynamic edge yeah. like immediately down points i was gonna put at least three seconds on her time exactly chip's probably dead chip was dead chip was dead the but that fight though so jennifer attacks chip and that happens or whatever but the point where they get out of the pool and she's in the pool and jennifer floats out like super saiyan almost i was like oh cool is this gonna turn into like a carry thing like is jennifer gonna go on a rampage and just kill everybody Nah, then they have to make a joke about it where yeah, Chip, they made fun of it. Yeah, they made fun of it. Chip does the whole like, is she flying? And then Amanda's like, no, she's it's just, just levitating. levitating. It's not, not that, that impressive. What? Yeah. Because she's minutes? definitely seen that before. Yeah. Two, like, two hours ago, you were talking about all this crazy shit in the occult book. Like it was, you know, rocket science. But And then even how Jennifer got Chip into there, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed Hopeless that was scrawled on there. And earlier in the movie, Jennifer's like, I have to have you hopeless. It's like, okay, cool. On the nose there on the pool guy. I didn't but, notice it in the pool. Yeah, it said hopeless inside on the inner ring of the pool. Really neat. But mm. to have Chip believe Jennifer, who he already said he knew was evil, but not like high school evil, you know, but like evil, evil, to believe that Needy had been quote unquote intimate with Colin and then be drugged away that way. Like, come on. Yeah, it was it was weird. And then if he still was believing that because it seemed like he did to then reciprocate her. I love you. What? Did he say I love you? Yeah. To who? To, to needy. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. I lost you because I thought you said he had said I loved you to um, oh, no, Megan Jennifer, Fox. I was no. like, when did he yeah. turned her down? I he, thought he's a high school guy. I mean, he's hormonal. He's yeah. thinking with his other head. I get it, but it wasn't even that explicit that he was thinking like that. Really, in this scene, it was weird. And was it like she was seducing him, like she seduced needy last night? I think that's what I was kind of confused by. They they didn't really draw a line to where. You know, like the football player, that could have been just he thought Megan Fox's character was attractive anyway. You know what I mean? Like you didn't need super succubus uh, seduction powers or whatever. But it seems like for the other one, she other yeah, ones she, she might have on. turned that on. Yeah, and so I was a little lost. I, d- I don't know what her powers are. It's very confusing. Regeneration. When she's oh yeah, full. regeneration. And n- note that she like she went down the road and not across. Like she was serious about that cut to oh. prove her point. Oh, to prove that she, she could reheal. Yeah, but the the final fight let was just kind of a letdown. Uh, I was very confused why it went from Chip kind of saves Amanda by stabbing Jennifer through the stomach, and uh, they had to make a period joke, and then mm-hmm. um, Jennifer jumps through the window and I'm like, oh, so she's gonna be on the run. No, cut to, well, I guess Chip dies. Then cut to Jennifer's just like at home watching the first TV. Scene How the did they find Chip? His body is where? It's in the pool. How is he drugged somewhere to be found that isn't suspicious? Good point. I did not think about that. Yeah. We never get closure for poor Chip. Well, 
he's dead, so that's the closure. Right, but everyone else <laughs> were like, did you see the you know football player's mom? Like, she couldn't handle herself. And then Colin's like, look like lasagna with teeth or something. You yeah, know, lasagna like, with teeth. Which I thought was a pretty good Yeah, it's that pretty, good. A pretty good one. But we don't have any of that for Chip. Yeah. What the heck? Instead, we get, like I said, like, why does it, Megan Fox just decide, oh, I guess I'll go home now. Yeah. And she's just chilling watching TV and then Needy Doing breaks her. in like fucking Liam Neeson to try to fight a <laughs> she's demon. Like, ah! yeah. <laughs> she goes in head first through a window like ninja <laughs> roll. <laughs> I'm actually what? surprised it took Jennifer's mom that long to yeah. get to her room. Right. Okay. True confession. It took me longer than I care to admit to understand the joke they were making when she pulls out the box cutter and she says, the, you know what this is? It's for cutting boxes. It took me a second. What is that a euphemism for? Oh, am I the only one that got that, no, even I though it. I got it on delay? Oh, no, I got it. I just. Oh, you uh, want to hear me say it? Yeah. No, I'm not going to say it. Oh. But <laughs> it's explicit for a reason. It's yeah. explicit for a reason. Matchbox exactly. 20. <laughs> Thanks for ruining that band. The uh, <laughs> No, but just that whole breakdown scene. Like, John, like you said, in when she was running to save Chip in the beginning, like, what the hell is she going to do? Like, why would needy be able to stand up to megan who's got demon powers now like i just didn't get it and then of course you kind of alluded to it earlier peter of just when she stabs megan fox and megan fox is dead i loved this was actually probably my favorite scene in the movie of just the mom walking in because the level of uncomfortable and just weird and it's very much the moment in any other movie it would have cut away and just alluded to what happened after that no, no, no. We got to sit in that filth and just watch a mom like witnessing her daughter's best friend stab her in the chest. It's pretty cool. And you glossed over the whole levitation thing yeah. where they were oh, fighting they in levitated. the air, which was absolutely ridiculous. Is that supposed to be a subtle joke at how girls just escalate things to astronomical levels? You're giving it too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> and she was able to get do the killing blow after taking off the BFF necklace. And then they fell. Yeah, was that supposed to be significant? Because I mean, no as far as BFFs. her power, no, no, I know that. But her power, losing her power, it almost like she lost yeah. her powers when that necklace fell off. I didn't understand that. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. That was weird. You know, it was just like poor, poor decisions, heavy-handed yeah. Yeah. metaphor. Yeah. Oh man, but they aren't best friends anymore. That's right. So yeah, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Ex- going into the post-credit scene, which. It's pretty incredible. I'm not going to say it. Like I'm not going to lie. But it's... I. The deciding factor that made me not like this movie was the very end, before the credits, where she's just randomly like, oh, not many people know this, but did you know if you're bit by a demon and live? You get, you get some of their powers. <laughs> and she's just levitating in her cell? Yeah, you think the 10 seconds that you have to tell us that you had to stab the demon in the heart to kill it cool you couldn't have added some other dumbass thing of like and you know if you come into contact with the demon maybe some of its powers could get like put onto you but i'm not even talking about that i'm more talking about why why should she have powers and if she has well, powers why did she choose this moment in time to break out of her cell and not break out earlier when clearly she had the ability to did it explain how long she'd even been in there it seemed it a while seemed like a while but I, like we don't know. Maybe she was just waiting for low shoulder to come close back to town. <laughs> maybe the uh, maybe the toastums were keeping her at bay. <laughs> but it doesn't make it so bad. It's like okay, so we're just gonna get her out somehow. Oh man! And then to find out that like yes, the the waterfall 
dark hole abyss thing ends up coming out on the side of the road. It leads to a creek on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. What, what a okay. Still within city limits. Yeah. So where these dumbass scientists couldn't find their balls that they put down there. That's what I was thinking about too. As soon as she finds that knife, I'm just thinking about the beginning of the movie where they're explaining that stupid hole and the scientists are putting like trackers down it. They're like, oh, it's gone forever. They probably drove past it's those It's down things. the fucking road. Yeah. And then she finds the Bowie knife and then and like the perv picks her up because we know he's supposed to be a perv because he is just scanning her entire body. I thought that was Ed Harris. <laughs> I did too. Like, oh it shit, it's like Ed him. Harris. <laughs> With the cameos in this movie, I wouldn't have been yeah. surprised. I had the end of teeth in my oh, head. Oh yeah, like, very much end of teeth kind of vibe. But see, the difference was the girl got into the guy's car the end of teeth because she did want to kill all perverts. That's but true. this, she just is trying to get to the show. It's it's interesting, though. So she gets in that car, and uh, that's when it like the movie technically ends. And I remember actually being mad. I was like, this is the one thing they're going to allude to, is that she's going to go kill that band? You showed everything else when you should have alluded to, but now you're going to allude to it? Yeah. But it was saved because the post credit scene is cool. is her murdering that band, which was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. That was a that was a worth it moment. I don't like that she had super demon powers now, but well, she looked uh, at the end there like Lucy. Like she did. Yeah. She's looking up at the camera. And she's like, "Ooh, I'm a badass now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have been an end where it just cuts to that gift. The oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> I like. What was the group of girls running to the hotel room? How were they going there? They don't tell you who is staying in what room in hotels. They don't do that. Well, Reddit can find that, Peter. That's true. Maybe all these girls are Redditors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they subscribe to our low shoulder. (laughs) Yo, girls, we're in a room 666. I did like how one of the last... Shots was the uh, low shoulder car, like oh, road yeah. sign or whatever. But did you see in their concert? That's their <laughs> yeah, legitimate their logo. logo. I thought that so was so funny. Bad. I love it. I mean, it's great. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Like, and I was and not to... like the movie was making a joke. I thought someone had played a joke on the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know oh. how like Alucard is Dracula backwards. Yeah. And it's like ooh. Cool, Castlevania. I was trying to play that with low shoulder. Whoa. Well, no, I'm not saying there is anything because I couldn't think of it. And because I was also trying to like rearrange the words, it's like mate or the letters. Maybe it like comes out to say something. <laughs> You're giving it too much credit. I really yeah. was trying to find something creative in here. I'm just imagining like Liz coming in, seeing like, hey, Pete, how was the movie? And you have whiteboards <laughs> everywhere being low shoulder. It has to mean something. Why did they make a period joke here? But they made a period <laughs> joke here. Okay, okay. I'm losing my mind. Like, just red string everywhere. <laughs> Man. So, let's let's move into how would you fix it? Because I actually have some ideas, um, but I want our guest to kick it off first, because this is your <laughs> movie. So, I, I, I think, and, and you guys may, may echo some of this, but I think Megan Fox should have been the main character because th- that was something that was uh, sort of difficult to tell. Who was really driving the story here? Was it was it uh, Jennifer or was it Needy? And I think if it was really like sort of showing Megan Fox sort of realizing, oh, I can like suck people's blood and like kill them, that would have been an interesting sort of actual movie. And yeah. it, it would also have been scarier to sort of see that like like evolution. Um, and, and, and that's something that we're, I don't know, like – 
this this is built as like a horror movie, but then it's just not that scary. Well, what you're saying about the character thing, though, is I think the main problem with this movie is, you know, I think you're right to a degree, but I think the problem is that Jennifer is the main focus, but Amanda is supposed to be the main character. Like, she's the protagonist, but because she's so passive, Jennifer becomes the driving force throughout the movie, which is almost the opposite of how that's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And so that's why everything feels weird. Everything happens to Needy. She doesn't do anything. Right. Just like... And then Jennifer's the one making things happen, but yeah. she's not the main character. And like you can have that story where that's the function, but we don't focus enough on Amanda to really feel the repercussions of the actions that Jennifer is making to where it's just chaos. And doesn't even explain her hallucinations, why she oh, thinks yeah. she's seeing things. Like that does come out of nowhere. Yeah, that was weird. Is that supposed to be some PTSD? Yeah, but I, I, I agree if you if you made it a little bit scarier and if you focused one or, on one or the other and just, I think that would improve a lot of things tonally. Uh, John, do you want to go next? Yeah, now it sounds like I'm kind of copying Zach. Copy John. The tone was my issue with this movie, like we've already kind of hit on. I think they should have just gone all out scary. Just put all their eggs in that basket. Don't do this comedic crap that w it was just not well done, not funny to me. Like Scream was funny, but also kind of scary. This was nothing to me that I was just felt confused at now to feel. So go all in on the scary. They showed that they could. Like some of the like her some of the shots of her, like the smiling and like covered in blood. <laughs> and like when her was, eyes change and Colin's like, oh no. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, there was some scare could have been scary moments, but they didn't lean into it. So I think it could have been a better like mystery if it was more of a slasher movie where like a lot of people were killed and they were the town was like in chaos and kind of seeing the ramifications at school more and like leaning into that yeah. side of it more. No, been better. That's that's a good point, John. I agree with you. I, I also when you were talking about they had the ability to have scary moments. There there's not a lot of CGI in this movie, but it holds up. Like it's used in a yeah. way to where it's not like, oh wow, this was made forever ago. You know what I mean? Like so I, I agree with you. I think if they had leaned in fully on just make this a horror film, it, it could have been something. Um, and I agree with you too about since it was nothing, the more I think about it, it seems like it's divided between this idea of, you know, it's trying to be funny. It's trying to be a horror film. It's trying to be commentary about, I guess, modern society. There's so many weird angles they took with that, that that could be its own pie graph, but it, it takes so much of it that all of it ends up being worthless. You know what I mean? Like you need... To have one thing be 60% of what you're trying to do. Yeah, they didn't Minimum. take a hard stance on anything. It was just kind of right. like, here's all these ideas. Have fun. Yeah, it was very, very weird. It wasn't fun. <clears throat> Peter, would you like to go next? <laughs> sure. I think one of the biggest problems here in this movie was all the characters were caught between being a real person and a caricature. I think if they, you could keep it humorous if you wrote all the characters to be caricatures and then have Jennifer be the focus and have, I wish the possession, there was like a duality in her and a thirst that she couldn't control. And then it was like overpowering her. And then she eventually just kind of like gives into it and she's like, whatever. Um, because I did think that was part of the movie was she also wanted some release because she looked tired and didn't, 
almost like she didn't want to have to go out and kill again when she was preparing for prom. Right. When she like smeared the makeup on herself, she seemed exhausted. Like she seemed upset. Yeah, yeah. Like she had to do this again. I can't believe it. Like lean into that. And then we can keep the caricature stuff in there. I thought that that could be funny. Like scream Queens. I love some of those characters in there. That are ridiculous. Is, that is a great example, Peter. I, I hadn't really thought about that. The character caricature angle can still work with it being a scary movie. That I really like that actually. That's what a lot. I, that's what I would like. It's good, Pete. Yeah, I really like that, Peter. Also, building off of your idea of the whole duality with the possession thing, hear me out with this. Batman. So it's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we move this to Gotham. It's it sounds weird. Stick with me. But Batman comes no. <laughs> Throw an Arkham Asylum. It's a it's a late night at Arkham Asylum. Jennifer no, I'm just She's Harley Quinn. <laughs> My real explanation is a lot like what you're talking about, though. But, you know, they talk about the needy and her have been best friends forever. That's how, the very beginning of this movie. That's what they really, really enforce. And there's some people that ask her, like, why are they still friends? Like, Chip asks her, you know, why is needy still friends with her? Jennifer's the worst. They have, like, a weird friendship dynamic. I think the movie should have explored the best friend angle more and had the possession tied to it. Like, Needy needed to find out she was possessed earlier. And with the duality thing, Needy to be more of an action taker in this movie and not be so passive should have helped her in the beginning. Like, hmm. actually out of some sort of necessity of, like, we're friends. Because they're best friends. Right. We're best friends. I'm going to try to help you, especially if what you were saying, Peter, is thrown in there where it's she sees that Jennifer doesn't really want to do this, but they're best friends, and, you know, you got to stick together or whatever. You play that angle... It's a little tropey, but you have the falling out where Jennifer is still doing that. Maybe like you said, she gives in and Needy doesn't want to help her anymore. And so Jennifer goes after Chip and then kills Chip. I still think Chip should die. Sorry, Chip. And then you can kind of still get the ending a little bit, but you can play that ending of Amanda killing Jennifer more as a like mercy kill of like, I'm trying to save my best friend from herself kind of angle Plus, you still get that awesome ending because it's her going to kill the band because they what they did to her best friend, and it and it's just one of those things where like you could even have as corny as it is like just just dialogue about them being friends. With with, with that, so like I I definitely like like what you're saying, but what if it was something where but like Amanda Seyfried was like a Horcrux for her, like like you can't like uh you can't like get rid of the demon unless you kill the best friend. It's like they're sort of like going off of your idea of like them being tied together. That might explain them being psychic more. Yeah. Oh, my last point was because the eighties thing I thought was fine. Set this movie in the eighties, and that's actually like a kind of a fun twist for this small town, like eighties, because it's the satanic panic thing kind of works. So the band sacrificing Satan mm -hmm. kind of would play in a little bit more. I don't know. I think it could be fun. That's not my main thing, but I just think it'd be fun. I think missed opportunity a lot was having low shoulder see Jennifer again post-ritual because they never do. That's true. They never see what they actually unleashed on the town. That's true. I was just thinking about that because Jennifer doesn't go to the prom where they're performing. She doesn't go to oh, prom. Wow. They keep hearing of these horrific murders and not once think, oh, maybe we sacrificed the non-virgin. Well, I guess they probably wouldn't care. I thought the twist was going to be like one of them was possessed at the beginning and they were like passing it on type mm -hmm. of thing. Kind of like the payment. Or, or the thing. payment or thing follows. or it follows. Or it follows, yeah. 
Yeah, but I think these are all good ideas. Uh, I I don't think as much as we've been bashing this movie, I don't think it's unsalvageable. It just seems like a mo- a movie where they didn't rewrite this, do rewrites on the script to work out problems, and it also seems like it's weird to say. This seems like a studio movie. Like you really only hear that with action films, but this feels like a studio movie where they came in. And probably off of the success of Juno, we're like, we have a Di- Diablo Cody script. It's obviously gold. Uh, let's just <laughs> let's let's put more in there to get the butts in the seats, like Megan Fox, and uh, she's naked half the movie, and uh, she she makes out with Amanda Seyfried. Do we see any of that at all? Nope. No. No. But it's suggested. <laughs> <laughs> but it's heavily suggested. Butts in seats. <laughs> Make them pay for the unrated version. <laughs> <laughs> I did see two. Did you guys know? Um, oh, what's her name from Gossip Girl? That's married to Ryan Gosling. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. She was supposed to be Jennifer. She was supposed to be Jennifer's body. So why did she would have been better? I think she would have too. Because she can act. Well, I wasn't going to say that. I actually don't think she can act. But yeah. <laughs> I think she can come across more as the bimbo <laughs> cheerleader that Megan was trying to do. While Megan came across as a cynical person making Bitch. fun of the bimbo cheerleader, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought that was a f- one fun last piece of trivia. I also found out this movie has like a slow cult following building. I figured it would. What? That's weird to <laughs> What me. is there to follow? Megan's body. Or Jennifer's body. And I hope a band names themselves Low Shoulder, though. <laughs> like, I hope that happens. It's reference to this terrible band in this movie. It'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I'd wear a low shoulder t-shirt. <laughs> Give him the low shoulder. <laughs> I I felt stupid when they announced that band name because I was like, what does that even mean? And then I went when, when I realized it was the road sign thing. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That. Ugh. Do you think that it, it was named that since that's where the whirlpool? came out was on it was across the credit. street from a low too shoulder much too much credit again too much credit there you go again with those whiteboards and the red string man you need to calm down just let this movie be this movie man this yeah. is an inception there aren't layers <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys any final thoughts before we close this out is it worth your free time yeah, yeah. go around would worth your free time i think it is worth your free time it, it, it like I had very low expectations of this movie, but it kept my attention all the way through. And it, it's something like last week you guys mentioned, like having having movies on in the background of like Halloween parties. This would be a great movie for that, especially if you know the people at the party don't really like. Uh, I guess uh, I guess appreciate this type of humor. It'd be a great thing to sort of like throw them off. Did I just hear someone get called Monistat? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, worth your free time, John. Gosh, I don't know. I I feel like I'm an easy uh, like I'm a worth your free time slut in a way, you know, <laughs> um, where I just give it out pretty freely. But I I don't think this one's worth your free time. I it wasn't fun to me. I didn't find it funny. Um, I did laugh at the Vagisil line. See, I didn't laugh at that. I laughed because I was. <laughs> <laughs> see, and that's why I don't think it's worth your time. Touche, John. Touche. Peter? Oh, so John's done. So John's a no. Peter's also a no. Because I don't think it's bad enough to be good bad. And it's definitely not good enough to be good. And I don't think it it succeeds on any of its marches towards anything. Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah, even for the little uh, cameos and stuff. The Scooby-Doo style reveals. Yeah. Cheek! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Chris Pratt one really did floor me because yeah. I was like, no way. And then he never came back. No. Yeah. <laughs> only in the bar scene. For like a minute. Because he died. No, he makes it out. Because yeah. she's still fucking him. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pat- Pratt is literally this movie to have Megan Fox grab his junk, him say not to do that in public. And then we never see him again. That's hysterical to me. Yeah, we uh, never got her age either. So she could be 20 and in high school. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with not worth your free time. Ooh, wow. It's, it, I'm torn. <laughs> Take that, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn because with the idea of this having a cult following, I'm not going to lie. If this became kind of like a fun thing to go with a bunch of people and there were weird quirks that happen at midnight showings, mm-hmm. I would enjoy like with a group of people <laughs> joint making fun of this, like with weird things. But just like, ah, it's Friday night. I guess I'll watch some Jennifer's Body. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Just a room full of people going, this isn't your house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing. <laughs> They say the Bowflex and you strike a pose. <laughs> the Bowflex. <laughs> Instead of spoons, they throw like patches <laughs> on the screen. Yeah, just tampons. Yeah, when she asks, do you have one? You everyone is them. like, yeah, I've got them. <laughs> Let's get the audience in on that. <laughs> Maybe you just started something. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just thought of a room full of people doing that. Just a decision route. <laughs> That's so stupid, but brilliant. Oh, God, I don't think we're going to end on a better note than that. Oh, man. Uh, I, I think it's my turn next week, uh, so stay tuned for that pick. You can reach us at TeamFTPodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at TeamFTPodcast. Oh, man, you guys have a good week. <laughs> I th- Wait, our next episode's going to be on Halloween. So that should be fun. Whoa. It'll come out Halloween day. YOLO. Ding, dung, dung, oh, ding, man, dung, I'm, ding, I'm crying. Ding, dung, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to make my pick really good if it's going to come out Halloween day. So look look for that. And, yeah. uh, Are we still recording? <laughs> no, no, we're gonna, no, we're going to record. It just comes out. No, I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Right now, yeah. uh, look for that. What listeners? is happening? Okay, just play us out, Peter. <laughs> So that was part of it. Yeah. <laughs>